1: Your source for Big Ten talk. It's Off Tackle Empire.
0: Anyway, let's look around. The, let's look around the uh, country and go to our favorite segment of the week, Dick Trips in Review.
1: So Georgia went to Death Valley and got uh, throttled.
0: Yep, uh, and, you know, losing to a. Top fifteen opponent on the road—that's a tough dick to trip on. But if you fancy yourself a playoff favorite, and Georgia's been in that conversation like a presumptive four, you know who they are. Um, oh yeah, you know, you know exactly what—they've—they've
1: like, been viewed as like, oh, are they going to be the ones to dethrone Alabama? Oh, they almost did it last year, but everyone. now they got that number one recruiting class. Oh man, and 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 the student will surpass the ment, the master, and it's just all these, you know. Hypothetical narratives have been written about Georgia that just have you know Paul
0: Feinbaum salivating, um, but it looks like it's not happening this year. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big negative Ghost Rider. So this loss doesn't necessarily rule them that out. That ain't it, Chief. This loss doesn't necessarily rule them out, um, and it puts LSU right back in the picture. The Tigers obviously lost the previous week to Florida. <laughs> Um, so I mean, if anything... Well, this Crimson Tide team is
1: immortal, though. This is, unfortunately... No,
0: everybody is playing for a silver medal, let's be probably, clear. Probably, this
1: is probably the best team that he's had there.
0: Because they, I mean, what does adversity look like for Alabama right now? It's, oh man, our starting quarterback's hurt, he's really good, he's a Heisman contender, what are we gonna... Oh, we'll just put this guy in who already won a national title, he'll play now. Like, that, that's what passes for adversity if you're Alabama. Went, I'm like, god damn. Hold on, he won... Jalen Hurts oh. won the national title already, didn't he?
1: Well, I mean, he did, but he also won a second one like he won one Well for sure he was on the team He yes, won No 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 I thought he was the quarterback for one of them and then um the second one he got benched in Yeah. the one
0: last year So he's played for three national titles Yeah Yeah so well, so that's a, your backup No no, he's a junior so he'll be playing for his third Who when they make the title about? game as I don't know what you're thinking but I have no Blake idea Like Sims It's like a while ago, man. Oh, couldn't have been that. Are you saying all black quarterbacks look alike? Because that's kind of what this feels (laughs) like right now. (sighs) Let me guess. He's a super good athlete too, right? Just freakish natural. Oh my God. Tropes we get into. I have no damn idea who you're talking about. Well, I'm going to continue. West by upset in a game where Iowa State kind of just looked like the better team from start to finish, wire to wire, and then also brought the damn... Funniest halftime show I've ever seen with like 60 dudes out there in inflatable T-Rex costumes while they play Jurassic Park music. Um, if you're cheering for Iowa and you live in the state of Iowa, you're cheering for the wrong team, man. Sorry, that's just true. Uh, best halftime show I've ever seen. Probably the best win so far, certainly of the Matt Campbell era. I mean, I was thinking of Blake Sims. He was a quarterback for the 2015 Tide. Anyway, I thought he was longer ago than that. Well, but anyway, um,
1: well, Alabama makes everything seem long and interminable and awful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're the Hoth. Of... The
1: fighting heat death of the universe.
0: Yeah, pretty much. But anyway, I, so if you're West Virginia, this feels like a result that people have been expecting of you. They really, until like this week, it didn't feel like they were getting a whole lot of credit. They got to number six this week. And that's when it feels like everyone kind of like shifted their eyes to them. People are like, oh, well, are you actually any good? And they're like, well, no, no, actually, we're not. We're gonna go and lose to a decent but not remarkable Iowa State team. Yes, on the roads, whatever. Well, yeah, we said
1: last week on this podcast that West Virginia is now in the driver's seat for the Big Twelve, and then they realize, oh shit, I'm too drunk to drive. <laughs>
0: As you will in West Virginia from time to time. Uh, Looking around, Washington falls in overtime to Oregon. So, Oregon... That dick trip looms large for Oregon against Stanford. Does it ever, man. If they finish... If Oregon runs the table and finishes with one loss and does not make the playoff, do you fire my old Cristobal anyway? (laughs) do Do you think I'm firing him? like, you dumb son of a bitch. If you hadn't... Fucked up the game against Stanford. We'd be undefeated and in the goddamn playoff. You are fired. Get the hell out of <laughs> here. Because like, Could you think about in your head, like, what does Mario Cristobal look like? Do you know what he looks like? Have you ever seen him in your life? Can you think of what he looks like in your mind's eye? I can't. No! He's, he's the Clay Helton of Oregon. Nobody knows who he is. He's just a guy who has a good job. Has apparently done pretty well. But in this case, he made a really dumb mistake and meant... Oregon could actually be good enough for that mistake to really matter. There could be this could turn out to be a high-stakes season for Oregon. They've got an, an elite quarterback who's gone after this year. He ain't staying around. Um, it would be a real man. What if they miss the playoff because of that? It's funny up?
1: because like it, you, you can't as Oregon Oregon fans can't be really all that mad about this year because they had they had Helfrick just you know ver- nearly tank the program there. Willie Taggart comes in for one year and then bolts, and then they just hire some guy that you know had. You worked fired a at Alabama for a minute, yeah, right? So, I mean, and and now suddenly they're like good again. But oh my god, it was it, it should have been perfect. Your question,
0: and, so you're the way you phrase your question was: Can Oregon fans be mad about this if they miss the playoff with one loss to Stanford because of that? Yes, yes, you can be mad about this because if you're not like if you're not Alabama. Or or Ohio State or Clemson, you don't get a shot at the playoff every year. You have the quarterback to win it. You've got like, yes, if they if they don't make the playoff and it's a one loss record and it's because of it's because of what happened in that Stanford game. Yes, you can be mad. I would light a flaming bag of dog crap on the head coach's porch if that happened, man. <laughs> yes, you can be mad. <laughs> uh, all right. So look at what, I mean. The thing is, we have plenty of dick to get through here yet. Uh, how about Auburn? Um, how, about, how about Gus Malzahn? Has the worm turned on him? Because you lose to Tennessee. Not a program that's been very good lately. Yeah, there's always a little bit of talent on the roster just because of what they are and the way they recruit. Does but it seem
1: like Gus Malzahn is always on the verge of being fired and then yes. pulls a miracle out of his
0: ass? Yeah, so what, do they play Alabama next week? Because he'll win that game. No. So get, they're going to be all the way out of the rankings this year after starting, What what were they like? seven eight to start the year something like that yeah um beat washington the first week of the season although maybe that doesn't mean as much as it did at the time um and yeah it's always fair to wonder in a situation like gus malzahn's that maybe part of the aura of his genius is just that he had the opportunity to play cam newton
1: well <laughs> and then the other thing is that just the most insanely fortuitous things happened in the 2013 season word um yeah, yeah. <laughs> where they nearly beat an extremely overrated Florida State team. Yeah. They re- mm.
0: Mm. Don't get me stay <laughs> I continue to think that if the playoff format had existed back then to at least give that 2013 MSU team a chance, I would have liked to see it. That's all I'm saying. Because, matter of hindsight, I don't think... I don't know if Cam Newton and Nick Fairley by themselves would have been enough to beat that MSU team. I don't know. I don't We're know. You're talking about 2010? No, 2013. That
1: twenty Cam Newton, Nick twenty ten. I do not give a shit, man. They played for a second national title in twenty thirteen. That's why Gus Malzahn has all that clout. With who? With um uh Nick Marshall, Trey Mason. Oh, that's right. Those yeah. dudes. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people forget about that, but that was the kick six was that year. Yeah. As I was that, that time that they got the tipped pass against Georgia, and oh, the then Georgia's they... coaches just died on the sideline. They just all <laughs> hit collapse, the turf yes. with their faces. That I do remember. Like, okay. they did that anime thing where it's like you just,
0: in one frame, crash your face into the ground. <laughs> it's all coming back to me. Yeah, because that that was actually a really good national championship game. Florida State had that kickoff return touchdown. Well, yeah.
1: Except that part where Florida State won. Well, yeah. But it's no, because Jameis Winston said, at halftime,
0: Jameis Winston's... Uh, Urged his teammates to eat a W, most likely.
1: No, what he said was, uh, they, they, they said... He asked if they strong, and they said,
0: we strong if you strong, and he said, all right, we strong then. And just really inspiring words. That's going to be like, that's going to be carved on a monument. Dude. There's going to be a statue of him on Florida State's campus one day with those words carved into the base. You know that, right? We strong then. That'll be a thing that you can go and see existing here in this temporal and when Florida State hires Charlie Strong, the, just... cir- the circle will be kind of complete. They really might. Who's Florida State's coach now? Um, oh my God, Taggart, uh, yeah, yeah, Willie Taggart. Anyway, anyway, um, how how back is the U right now? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, are they not? No, yeah, they, they not? lost
1: to UVA. Yeah, you have a transitive loss to Indiana. You're not back.
0: Yeah, you're not back. Okay, so now that we've established that, um, I would definitely throw in the battle for the lasers here. Penn State, number eight, had a bye week before this game, and absolutely broken MSU offense from both a schematic and personnel standpoint. I get it that you're still kind of wallowing in the loss to Ohio State a little bit. Maybe you're looking ahead to Michigan. Maybe you forgot how this game went last year. Maybe you didn't think a rock fight was going to be that much of a problem. I don't know. But in any case, I mean, keep in mind, if Miles Sanders doesn't manage two phenomenal individual plays, Penn State very well might have only scored three points in this game. That's a possibility. <laughs> against guess the team that says... Kind Of really not great as MSU is, and then you know, one other thing this is not a dick trip exactly, just an interesting fact for everyone to chew on. Um, remember a few weeks ago when Old Dominion beat Virginia Tech, yes, sir. That remains Old Dominion's only win of the year, they are either one in five or one in six now. I don't recall which. Not a good look, Virginia Tech. Well, it
1: was like that time that uh Indiana beat Missouri, like, yeah, <laughs> three and nine, yeah, Indiana <laughs> beat. SEC, uh, SEC East Champion,
0: Missouri. Yeah. Indiana, 3-9 and nine SEC East Champion.
1: Well, all right. It's time to look ahead into next week's schedule.
0: All kinds of games that sure are games. What do you think about Illinois going to Camp Randall? The Illini going to spring the upset, Steve? What do you say? Nope. Um,
1: Northwestern is going to beat Rutgers. We don't need to talk about Illinois and Rutgers anymore. Maryland at
0: Iowa. Uh, sure is a thing. Um, probably feels like Iowa. I haven't checked the lines yet. Something like an 8 or 9 point favorite. Maybe 10. Might be in order. That I mean, that's
1: such an interesting game because... I, I, well, I said the same thing about Indiana against Iowa. So maybe that's Iowa is fun. the litmus test here, right? Because Indiana was a team
0: we didn't know what to make of. Yeah, Maryland's a team good, we don't know what to make of. The team was like, are you good or not? Let's go play Iowa. So, so yeah, you I think you can ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know what to expect from that game either. I mean, Iowa's on a little bit of a roll here, but isn't it so like them to lose a game at a point like this? Just to bring everybody back down to earth a little bit in that good, humble, salt of the earth, Midwestern fashion that you only get in, what are they, what is the nickname for Iowa? Like the land between two rivers or something? Because it's like the Missouri and the, I don't know. I don't know, man. Who I know, have who no knows idea. It, it's a mysterious and interminable land. Who really knows what goes on? A lot of zone blocking. Nobody that... Uh, a lot yeah. of zone blocking. But anyway.
1: Anyway, I don't know. Zone blocking will uh, we'll meander along the plains, and I don't know. I see Iowa winning this one. Yeah, probably. Only probably. because I kind of know what Iowa is, and I still kind of don't know what Maryland is. I, I know I, that Maryland uh, is better than Rutgers. That makes them a Big Ten team. Well, sure.
0: And I think we have some idea of what Maryland is. Maryland is a team that really kind of just wants to run the ball. Most I think of the Maryland time. is better than Indiana. Yes, I I, I get that impression as well. Indiana is uh, more balanced,
1: but Maryland is more talented. Yeah,
0: Maryland is better at what they do. Yeah, even if it's all that they do. So yeah, they got a nice
1: little starting linebacker there too. Yeah, not that you like, used not to Not sure have. why you know about that, but.
0: Um, I mean, this is going to be an interesting battle because I think clearly the two most talented units on each team are the Maryland offensive line and the Iowa defensive line. So that's going to be, if you're in the line play, if you like watching the mechanics of the game, those are going to be possessions that you want to see. You get up to go to the bathroom, make a sandwich when Iowa has the ball. But when Maryland has the ball, that's when you're going to watch. Because you're going to be, that's where really most of the talent in this game is, right there in the trenches while Maryland is on offense.
1: Yeah, and then I guess uh, what you're going to see is, hey, is Nathan Stanley gonna get more hype as a pretty decent prospect and one of the one of the more uh, poised-looking quarterbacks we've seen come through here in a while?
0: From a prospect perspective, whatever hype he gets will be the first because I feel like I haven't seen his name come up on any draft list yet, and I don't really know why. He like I don't know what else you want from an NFL prospect. Maybe. Maybe, if, maybe the revolution and the spread and the air raid and whatnot has finally won, and coaches want to see that you can operate out of an empty set. Maybe Iowa's pro set is damaging their quarterbacks' pro prospects. It would be kind of an interesting you know, turning of the tables there. I don't know. I I know. Josh uh, yeah. Allen still happened. Right. I don't know if I quite buy it, because I still think in their hearts what most NFL teams want is I just want my quarterback to be nice and safe under center, and I want him to have two tight ends and a fullback and a running back. And I don't want to throw the ball around because all well, kinds I mean, of dangerous stuff happens. NFL I just want three so... yards at a time, and I want to kick a 56-yard field goal as time expires to win 3 nothing. That's what I want. <laughs> That's what I think 25 or so NFL head coaches really, truly, in their heart's desire.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for, for sure. Um, any of the coaches that have been around, like, I don't know. I know. I know. Mike McCarthy thinks that.
0: Yeah, yeah. That for sure, he does, and he's probably more typical. Like that's why coaches like Sean McVay and Doug Peterson, even Andy Reid, have so much an advantage. Yeah. is because <laughs> they're taking advantage of what the talent is that's coming out now, which is Pat Mahomes, and Jared Goff. Like and it's, it's not well, the guys the, like The Nate fact Stanley of the matter are is rare
1: that, um, that the NFL is schematically way behind college only because the NFL is so talented that they like to just. Do really conservative things schematically to try to make those one-on-one battles, uh, you know, target target the one dude on the other team that's yeah going to lose his slightly
0: less than a, than a stellar athlete or something. Yeah, so yeah.
1: So you know, if for instance your head coach had been run out of the league because people had figured out his defense in the NFL a number of years ago, then you certainly wouldn't want to run that defense in college.
0: No, you might get taken advantage of it if that happened. Yeah,
1: Purdue might score forty-six straight points on you.
0: Just to hypothetically speak.
1: So anyway, Minnesota at Nebraska. Uh, this is going to be another really interesting one because Nebraska, everybody knows they're better than their record. Everybody knows that they're like, I'm sorry, if you think that they're worse than Illinois, you are wrong, and you haven't watched any of their games. But the, of but
0: the opening line was something like Nebraska minus four. Yeah, minus that five. seems a little
1: excessive in light of Minnesota's entire body of work. They had that one really bad game against Maryland,
0: but... That's really been the only big hit yeah, up they've they, had. They showed up against Ohio State. They beat what's turning the out to be def- quite a good Fresno State. Yeah, team. the that defense win is has nice. been
1: the defense has been there outside of when Minnesota just found or Maryland just found a leak.
0: Yeah. Well and, and part of that is again just personnel shortcomings, but I don't know that Nebraska's got quite the talent yet to just lean on the gophers the way that Maryland did.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Especially running the ball. Um I, I, I see... I don't know, though. It's it, A road game can be tough, but Minnesota just went into
0: a very tough environment. Um, yeah, they're not going to be intimidated by a deflated Nebraska crowd, because is that really going to be one of the toughest places to play in the country at 0-6? I think not. Uh, so that being said, do you, what do you think here? Does Nebraska get their first win? Does Minnesota right the ship? What do we see? Man,
1: I, I honestly do not know what to make of this one. Um, I, I think... Minnesota is going to win only because I would prefer that Nebraska win and I am not the target audience for college football so it will be Minnesota right right, right.
0: interest so we really talk a whole lot about Penn State and Indiana. Um, you think there's any any scenario here where Indiana makes it three in a row losses for Penn State? You think that's a possibility? Even well, the thing is, I just don't see them. I mean,
1: you saw against Ohio State, they didn't have the horses to keep with them in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. You've got to keep with them in the fourth quarter in order to take advantage of James Franklin's panic approach in the fourth quarter. No, the opposite of panic. He just retreats into a little shell. Yeah, uh, a turtle called, shell.
0: That he probably got at Maryland. <laughs> and as much as, you know, as much as we discussed Franklin and losing those games in the fourth quarter, those were all to, I, I would argue, better teams. Or at least, they were in, yeah, I, I don't see any way that Penn State lose game. For one thing, if you lose this game, any chances of this being any kind of remarkable season at all kind of fade away. Like, you're not, <laughs> your, your ceiling after this is probably, what, the Holiday Bowl? With, with Penn State fans, if you lose this game, then you're
1: talking about hot seat.
0: Could be. I I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, at least from the reactions I saw after the Michigan State game, maybe losing to Indiana, even on the road, is a beast of a different stripe because as much as Michigan State has struggled this year, I have to think they're probably still perceived by most in the conference as an acceptable loss. Um, I don't know that Indiana is necessarily perceived the same way, which is kind of an arrogant perspective, but not necessarily unfounded. Well, their only conference wins against Rutgers. Right. That makes them Illinois. Well, well, Illinois, but they also, <laughs> Well, from, from a conference perspective. They have a transitive win over to you, yeah. sir.
1: In conference play, though, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, they haven't accomplished anything against the Big Ten. They've I mean, only accomplished things against Rutgers. I
0: voted them 12th in the Power Bowl this week. So, yeah, I, I think a, a loss by Penn State to Indiana has to be viewed as somewhat of a disaster. I mean, with the senior oh, Trace yeah. McSorley, like, you got to win this game, right? Even if you think you're going to be a better team in the future because of the talent you're bringing in. You deal still you do still have a three-year starter senior quarterback. I guess you do only have two
1: five-star athletes at running back so, Yeah, that's you, you know, know, know this is this is kind of a down year anyway. Kind of rough. <laughs> All right. Ohio State at Purdue. You feel Purdue Harbor coming on? Well,
0: unlike what I predicted last week, Purdue will actually get a high-scoring game this week. Yeah. Um cuz whether they I mean whether they figure out the running game or not Ohio State's got the athletes to score a hell of a lot of points on Purdue. Now I think the reverse is also true. Purdue's secondary is not very good. These were the two quarterbacks that I rolled with in JMC last week. I considered just letting it ride. I ultimately didn't, but I considered it. And because it's only Monday as we record this, I may still waffle and come back to that. I think I'd roll with I'd roll with Haskins. Might very well do that. I think there's gonna be a lot of points. You know, actually, I might have left Haskins in. But anyway. You know, that being said... It it, wouldn't
1: be the biggest shock in the world, but obviously you expect Ohio State to win.
0: Right, right. I mean, we didn't expect Minnesota to give Ohio State much. I mean, how many of us on the site picked Minnesota to cover the almost 30-point spread last week? I don't think many of us did. And on paper, that that was a reasonable thing to think. So I don't think I've seen a line for this game yet. Something like Ohio State minus 10, 10 or 11... Maybe a little bit more than that. Probably 12 or 13 is probably where it'll land. I think that's a line Purdue could cover. I don't think Ohio State's really going to be in danger. I think Ohio State will have the ball with a substantial lead late in the game. But I think Purdue's going to make him work at least. I mean, what we certainly know about Jeff Brown is he's not going to, you know, he's not intimidated by anything. He's not afraid to put all his cards on the table at any point, I guess is what I'm trying to get at. I mean, he's got no shortage of trick plays, very aggressive play calls. They're going to go for brokenness. And it wouldn't surprise me if at this point, (laughs) so the only thing we haven't talked about then would be the uh, battle for the Paul Bunyan trophy scheduled for a noon kickoff because why would we want to raise the profile of this game Um, Michigan at MSU oh man if you use that old black s then this game is moose yeah Michigan is certainly the better team right now I'm not going to change my opinion of that based on last week's results I mean if (laughs) if only because I have to account for Michigan's game as well and they played probably the best game they've played of the year so far so they're peaking at kind of the right time that being said I'm trying to remember D'Antonio's record against the spread versus Michigan in his career. I think it's like 10-2. and two. Um, So if this, I mean, the spread's probably going to be less than 10 points. And if he beats that spread, logic suggests this is going to be a one-score game, probably late into the fourth quarter. Which you know matter. you're going to get Michigan State's A-plus game, which I don't think we've seen yet. I don't think you even got an A-minus game from them last week. I think Penn State just played a dumb enough game that like a B effort from Michigan State was enough to win on the road. Now you're at home, you're playing your most hated rival against whom we know we're going to get the best game that we see. And Michigan hasn't said any dumb things this year to make me sure that they still don't appreciate this game and what they have to do to win it. But in the last decade, they have not appreciated this game and what they need to do to win it. So I guess we shall see if that changed this year. I don't know. I guess, I mean, on paper... There's a hell of a lot of matchups to like if you're Michigan, especially Chase Winovich versus whoever MSU starts at tackle because, man, the Michigan State offensive line has been injured and has not improved at all this year. Um, you know, part of how successful MSU is, especially offensively, is just going to be how many of their battalion of injured guys can actually get out the field. Uh, Michigan's got a couple of question marks from an injury standpoint too. I don't know if Tariq Black is supposed to be back yet. I don't get that impression. Rashawn Gary has missed a couple of weeks, but they've done pretty well on the defensive line, plugging some guys in who've been able to make some plays. So Michigan feels like the better team. I haven't made my picks yet, so y'all are just going to have to tune in to the OTE picks article. Oh, shit, a tease, y'all. Cross-promoting. That's what we do here. We support each other's work. You know, unless it's unless it's MN Wildcat, I don't like that guy. Um, but yeah, I, what do you think about this game? I mean, give me an outsider's perspective here. Maybe I'm too lost in my own head, and it's easier than it looks. I'm
1: kind of seeing the same thing because, I mean, Michigan hasn't really faced a quarterback that can throw it like Lewerke. They faced a quarterback that can't throw it and lost. Um, but at the same time, I believe in their defensive line way more than I believe in Michigan State's offensive line. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's going to see... I guess we're going to have to see just how good is Felton Davis. That could be that could be the question. Of course, more logically, the question you'll end up asking is, where is Felton Davis, and why have we
0: not targeted him? I <sighs> can't wait. Um, although in this game, this is probably the first game of the year where the opponent really does have a corner capable of playing man-on-man with Felton Davis, that'd be David Long. He's having one of the better seasons in college football as a corner. So we shall see. We shall see how this turns out. I'm not entirely sure I'm even going to be able to watch it. I'm going to be on my way to a wedding in West Virginia.
1: I'm going to be at a wedding where apparently in, there
0: is, like, no electricity, so...
1: Well, the good news is you'll have plenty of heat from all the couches that are still burning after they lost to Iowa State. Um, I'm going to be at a wedding in Connecticut?
0: I think. So, wedding yeah. week! Love yeah. fall weddings! Yeah, so, you know,
1: if you have your wedding on a fall Saturday, then there is always the chance that your anniversary falls on the biggest game in the history of your school's regular season. That's always possible. So that <laughs> always got to be lurking in the back of your mind. You So you know if you get married on a Saturday in the fall, then uh, someday that will be the day that, like, your... Number 6 Indiana Hoosiers host the number 1 Buckeyes with a real chance to knock them off. <laughs> right. <a>, Here.
0: <laughs> uh, look at this look at this joker, you guys. Oh,
1: yep. You know that feeling, Nina? So, who is going to uh who do you think is going to fuck up this week?
0: Well, look, what we learn every week is that there's always a couple we don't see coming. I think there's a real possibility of a Purdue Harbor. I mean, we made fun of the gripes that Ohio State fans have over how their team's performing, but those issues are there. And just because, for the most part, they live a charmed life as a program doesn't mean that there's not going to be... What the hell are you doing? <laughs> doesn't... Flock of seagulls looking ass. Doesn't... Haircut. That doesn't mean that, uh, that those issues aren't real and that they won't eventually cost the Buckeyes and produce a bit of a live wire, man. I, I mean, that's always a possibility. I would think... At this stage of the season, you're not looking too far ahead if you're Ohio State, um, but I think that's a possibility. And then the other thing is, boy, is, is Oregon at Wazoo? Not the classic Pac-12 after dark scenario. Oh yeah, game not... day in town, no less. Woo! pac twelve. Just always makes me think of Washington State. I would laugh my ass off if no Washington State flags show up to game day. they <laughs> like this week. Now that game day has for the first time ever shown up to Pullman, and they just don't have any. Plans. Well, you know that since it's one of their filler stories, they're probably going to go ahead and bring one with them. Yeah, just in case, because I mean we haven't seen that half hour segment a half dozen times in the to, last two uh, years.
1: To answer Andrew's question as to what's happened with my hair. I have flipped it over one of my eyes because I am now emo after, uh, uh, you know, hey, everything is grayer than the grayest gray times infinity.
0: Some pretty excellent slam poetry you got there,
1: man. Anyway, um, other interesting things are going to be going out. Yeah, there are out interesting country.
0: games, ones that I wouldn't necessarily call as major dick trip candidates, but um, NC State going to Clemson. NC State's got some pretty legitimate talent. Quietly been pretty good. Ryan Finley is a guy you're going to hear about in NFL draft discussions. He's really been a prospect like that for a couple years. He's got your prototypical size, your prototypical jawline, everything you want in an NFL quarterback, et cetera, et cetera. He's um, this
1: generation's Mike Glennon.
0: <laughs> Honestly? Well, except without could... the neck nobody's got that neck no nah, man there are sauropods who don't have the neck of mike Glennon. but um this is a dinosaur the podcast I mean, we get a lot of dinosaur information on this website but that could be an interesting game not one that i expect clemson to lose at home but kind of a a challenge on paper for clemson one that they have i mean they've had a couple of close scrapes in the last several weeks but not ones that you would expect if that made any sense this one it would make sense if clemson you know is made to bleed their own blood a little bit um, we're also going to take a look at a MAC game. Buffalo going to Toledo. Now, this game, I admit, had a little more sauce when I picked it before Toledo got boat raced a little bit by Eastern Michigan. Well, this is funny. I'm just now
1: looking at that to confirm that that did indeed happen because I saw Eastern Michigan take a 28 to three lead. Oh, it got up
0: real close, but they still won.
1: Yeah, Toledo has <laughs> scored 20 points in the fourth quarter. 20 but Toledo to 20, yeah. has dropped to three and three, one and one in the MAC. Uh, Buffalo is, is bull eligible already. Yeah. So at six and one, so this could be Toledo. However, has been the team to go to bat for. Um, oh wait a minute. They're they're the Mac West, aren't they? I I don't track. Yep. Toledo has been the team to go to bat for the Mac West for quite some time. Uh, they've represented the Mac in the they've represented the Mac West in the championship game for the last several years. Um, no, just for the last no, it was just last year because. Couple years ago was the Western Michigan, but still, my point is that they've always been for a number they've been a of years. Top
0: tier MAC team for several years.
1: A top tier MAC team. They've been beaten by the Fla- like, you know, when you've had those PJ Fleck Western Michigans or that Dino Babers Bowling Green has surpassed yeah. them. But then, in the power vacuum, they always fill it. Right, Dino was always there. yeah. So, this could be a MAC title game preview, perhaps. Unless
0: yeah, Toledo's got a lot of work to do for that, yeah. Um, but
1: Buffalo is three and zero and is the East Division leader. Yeah, we're very interested to see who awaits us because we're going again. And Western yeah. Michigan is quietly five and two. They're knocking off Bowling Green, I mean, although still, they have not played anybody of note. No, they
0: haven't, and they've still, I think they've got Central this week, right? So they'll win that game. Um, and I think, they, I mean, they do still have Bellamy and Bogan. They've got some of the residual fleck talent. There are,
1: there are several one-win teams in the MAC.
0: Yeah, it's not been a great year for the conference, which honestly, with the benefit of a little hindsight, really makes the non-conference performance by a Big Ten appalling. Well,
1: Akron is 0-2 in the MAAC, Um after, I mean... God only knows what would have happened
0: against Nebraska. If so they beat Nebraska, they'd be two and zero in the Big Ten, and oh, 0- you said oh and three in the MAC. 0 and two, yeah. So wouldn't that be hilarious? Eastern uh, Michigan is one and three
1: in the MAC and one and zero against the Big Ten. Um, Kent State, of course, uh, damn near beat Illinois They're One and six, oh and three, without even a prayer of competing anywhere else. Their one win is against some dude named Howard. Uh, Bowling Green fired their coach Mike Jinks, who uh, you know. Who 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 cast sci, who used Psybeam, but it had no effect. So anyway, of course Central Michigan lost to Kansas. Ew, it's a hard stink to get off.
0: So anyway, this didn't this wasn't actually supposed to turn into a review of the Mac. This is a hustle belt production, of course. But looking elsewhere in the country, you know, again, I picked a couple of these games before all the results were final on Saturday. Colorado at Washington could have been really really interesting and high stakes. Now Colorado went ahead and lost to USC. Oh, Washington went ahead and lost, too. Yeah, so this went from maybe kind of a playoff elimination type uh, game. Or, or, to... a, or, a
1: conf- or a preview of the conference title game.
0: I mean, it could still be that, I guess. It's kind of tough to see Washington getting back there now considering what their loss is. But Same for Colorado. Yeah, well, USC's already gotten another loss in points though, don't they? But in any case... Um... Yeah, it's not like Colorado won't pick up another one. No, they're... yeah. Especially
1: it's... if Chenault is hurt.
0: That was a bummer, man. Laviska Shenault is one
1: of the most exciting players in college football that you're probably not hearing about. He Yeah, cuz he plays in the Pac-12. But he <laughs> is uh he's one of the most targeted receivers. He's a big huge guy who's also He he can run through people. They line him up in the Wildcat and run people over. But uh, he can also run around people, go up and get it. He is a really tremendous
0: player. He lined up in the Wildcat this year and just ran for, like, a 50-yard touchdown. Like, he's in the Wildcat. Obviously, he's running it. And USD, with all their talent, still couldn't stop him. So, no, he's a really good player. Until he hurt himself. (laughs) Yeah. That was unfortunate. um, And the last game that I thought might be kind of interesting, because, again, it's another ranked matchup in the SEC. we got Klanga going to LSU. You know, if Mississippi State wants to course correct at all here, they're, they're out of the playoff picture. They're realistically out of the SEC title picture. But to get back in that New Year's Bowl picture, they got to win these big games. They can't drop another one if they want to have an outstanding season. And Nick Fitzgerald is a senior, correct? He's got to be. Yes. He set all kinds of rushing records. Yeah, so you want to take advantage of, again, a multi-year starting quarterback, as we mentioned with Penn State. Because however much talent you accrue elsewhere that's still one of the biggest predictors of success from year to year.
1: Hey, here's another really interesting uh, SEC game: is uh, Arkansas against one and five Tulsa. Um, <laughs> when you say oh, boy. interesting, Ar- well, no, in- that's absolutely going to be interesting. Interesting
0: does not mean good. <laughs> There's so
1: Arkansas's sole win remains against Eastern Illinois, uh-huh. and this is like not a good Eastern no, Illinois team. Not, By the way, not Tony uh, Ramos rest Eastern in Illinois. peace long-time Eastern coach Bob Spoo who passed away and had a really a really great name but was also just a really tremendous coach Spoo anyway uh yeah so Arkansas might take another embarrassing loss. If you're into that kind of thing, you could check it
0: out. As long as they don't get burned by another fake fair catch punt. <laughs> Ew, <laughs> like, Can it really get worse? Like, that's the only contender I can think of with Rutgers' uh, kickoff return fail. Right and uh, right. the fighting heat death of the universe is on the road at
1: Nalen Stadium this week. So who cares? Who cares? Who
0: cares? cares? Couch football.
1: Eat it up.